what is up everybody i am renaissance mark your modern renaissance content creator and welcome to the second episode of season two of perception of course this is the creator spotlight series and today i have an amazing lovely talented content creator streamer variety and personality streamer makeup guru fashion guru and apex tournament curator and apex legend oh my goodness <laughs> we make up steam what is up hello 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 wow. how are you doing that was that was a that was a fantastic intro hey, i'll try i'll try i'll be trying <laughs> like... i mean hello everybody how are you doing my name is we make up scene but you can just call me makeup yeah. i am as mark said a beauty fashion and and gaming variety content creator but i focus on games like apex apex legends for almost two years the second year anniversary is coming up soon i'm just like i cannot believe it but uh yeah i i am so excited to be here thank you again for inviting thank me for, for this opportunity i'm excited you. we're gonna talk about a lot of cool things thank so. you hell yeah we're definitely gonna get to some topics um usually with these things like i like i said there's no pre-made questions so there mm -hmm. could be light questions dark questions whatever you don't feel like answering just say it we good Got it's it. all right um so first question mm -hmm. is what made you feel the what made you want to bring kind of beauty and fashion into the gaming space oh this is perfect this is this is so good so i remember for me personally for like the longest time especially in like middle to high school years right. i had a love for uh watching people in gaming like on youtube primarily i didn't really know what twitch was at the time i didn't know until i got into college but i was watching um people like the rad brad i still do he's like my favorite like story rad brad like, is so good yeah it's a story <laughs> such like walkthrough person and um i've watched uncaged games for all like the mortal Kombat stuff and like a few other people and so and also like greats like markiplier of and <laughs> yeah right right <laughs> and so i i had that side but i also had the other side which was all the beauty and fashion things like that so people like jackie ina sandra deluxe ellery mm -hmm. like those were the greats for me right. and i i I knew that I couldn't be the only person on the planet who liked those two big things. Right. And so when I graduated from high school and I was going into college, I was like, well, I want to be able to express my love for these two things, but I'm not quite sure how. Right. And, you know, maybe, you know, social media is a thing. And a part of me always wanted to be a little bit of a content creator from some standpoint, be it in right. beauty or gaming. And so I was like, you know what? I'm just going to take a shot in the dark and go ahead and do it. So I created my makeup page on Instagram in October of my freshman year. And uh, I, I, it was it was really tough time for me at that point, because it's like you're a wee little freshman in college. You don't know what you're doing. Everything is out of whack. You're trying to figure out your relationship with people. You're trying to learn how to grow as an, as an adult. Like it was, oh my gosh, it was a hot mess. But I, I, I was like, you know what? I had one mentor in college at the time and she told me, she was like, 
you said you want to do these things and uh, fall break is coming up soon. By the time you come back from fall break, I want you to tell me that you made your page. And I was like, do what? Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I mean, yes, hey, I don't want to upset the professor. <laughs> so I came back and I, I was like, you know, I created my page and she was like, all right, now here's what we're going to do. And she like coached me through the process even though she might have might not have known anything about like starting social media or anything like that but she was still invested in my creativity and my drive and my passion i appreciate that so that and a couple of nudgings from some other people in uh my circle at the time just encouraging me to take pictures and i was doing other people's faces in like the dorms and stuff like that and then it kind of blew up from there but i i, I just I'm very happy that yeah. I have the opportunity to do that on Instagram. Right. And then all in that same year, when it came to the summertime, freshman year is over. It's like, all right, your first summer in college, what are you going to do? Get a job. <laughs> <laughs> so right. I had, I went through uh, like a, an interesting internship program job. I don't know what I could really call it at the time, but I went through a, uh, a program at my college and um, they hired me for social media and, and like outreach and things like that. Okay. So I was working on that, but at the same time, I knew that I wanted to, you know, maybe start into this little gaming business, right? Right? Yeah. So I yeah. had my wee little iPhone <laughs> and like a phone stand that my dad and I went out to Best Buy or like Walmart to get. And the first game that I ever streamed was Mortal Kombat 11. There it is. And I, um, or was that Mortal Kombat? MKX. One, one of them. <laughs> one of the newer, the newer ones. All right. <laughs> and so I'm pretty sure it was MKX. And so I had it. And I, I sat my phone down. I was like scared out of my mind. I still have like the archive story of it. Yes. And um, on Instagram, it's like, I'm trying to stream for the first time. Please come comfort me. <laughs> like, I just sat there and I was playing and I was like, I wasn't doing well. because I'm not even the best at fighting games by a long shot, but I had fun. I kept it going and I went from Mortal Kombat to Final Fantasy 12, which is like my ride or die game since I was like maybe 10. And um, you know, we we went through from there. My roommate at the time, we met each other earlier in freshman year, but only in passing, and it was randomized. So when I walked in and I saw her, I was like, I see you. And then I like looked to the side and I was like, oh, you have a gaming beat? She's like, yeah. <laughs> and so we made that connection from there and i didn't have my pc at the time right. but the um the program that i was going through it gave me four thousand dollars so oh, i was like all right half is gonna go towards my savings and the other half is gonna go towards um getting a pc and uh, sadly that program did not uh end in my favor oh, i did no. get released from the job <laughs> but i kept the money though so. okay so we good so we good right <laughs> and I, I learned i learned a lot in terms of um growing because that really was like my first job and my right. first like my first opportunity to work with other people in in industry and as a black woman it's just like a lot of things were definitely hyper emphasized not in the most positive light and so being released was honestly the best thing for me because a i got my pc <laughs> And B, I got like experience that I that I can carry with me onto other jobs now. So, 
But yeah, that's a long-winded story no, about like good. nothing. Me. Nothing is long-winded here. <laughs> nothing is long-winded here. I, I'm, <laughs> I will let you get it off. Um, with that, so mm-hmm. to piggyback on a couple of a couple of those points that that you said in trying to recognize these different creative paths, not keeping them separate. Mm-hmm. In in turn. Where did you start to feel at some point, oh, like, I can showcase that these two spaces can not only live together, but content-wise, they can integrate together? I think the first time that I thought about that in practice Mm -hmm. would be mm, probably about, like, going into year two of my Instagram journey, like I had like my first year and I was doing a lot of other people's makeups and um, I was doing like, I was the makeup artist. I was like the hairstylist. I was all of them, the photographer. I was setting up the photo shoots. I had to bring people from my dorm and stuff like that. (laughs) And I was like, put your hand right here. Put your hand right there. And I was like (laughs) taking pictures and stuff like that. I was editing it and posting it. And then uh, I was doing that for a lot of uh, like clubs and stuff that I wanted to go for. And there was like a club on my campus that has a magazine that's in, uh, it's like in light of like Vogue and so like in reflection of it so uh i i did that but in terms of like connecting the gaming part to it i was just looking at other creators that i saw online and i was like oh my goodness like this reminds me of something that i've played before and i feel like i could try to connect that in the future but it's a little bit difficult because for somebody like me i'm into like either basic or dramatic makeup looks. I'm not Mm. so much of a person that's into body art and body painting. And I feel like that's definitely where you get the most like impact in terms of like connecting gaming and beauty, right? Right. Because like what you think of like a Destiny character, they're not like, they don't look like average people. (laughs) Right, right. They're blue and purple. (laughs) (laughs) And so, and like characters from like your favorite games at the same time, it's like a, it's a blend of cosplay and like fashion and makeup. And I always thought that was really intriguing, but it's very hard. I feel like people don't talk enough about how hard it is to start out because you once you look at all the people who you admire so much there's a lot of time there's a lot of money and there's a lot a lot of work that goes into all of these things that you see and it just gets like it doesn't get talked about enough for me and so um i still wanted to be able to find a way to like merge the two together Mm. and the best thing for me was just having like online makeup tutorials and get ready with me's on like instagram or twitch and uh hopefully crossing my fingers (laughs) in the next couple of months i am going to be uh releasing a website and a whole like beauty talk show series where i can uh oh, get the perspectives shit. of other like beauty aficionados that i have looked up to on instagram and youtube as well as like people in our community yes. and gaming professionals okay. and like we do makeup together we talk about life and stuff and then i hope that they can like show me like one of their favorite games like have a little tutorial so we can get both sides of it you know that's actually dope <laughs> that no that's that's See, that's that's really dope. Like when you take so many different elements, because like you said, like mm-hmm. for me, I know nothing about makeup 
absolutely yeah. <laughs> nothing. Like, <laughs> like, um, and, and to me, like, when I think of, like, uh, quote-unquote, like, makeup and gaming, I think of, I guess, the more dramatic side of the spectrum. Cosplaying, mm-hmm. uh, real dramatic face painting or mm-hmm. characters and et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. But I started to notice just like being in this community um, on Twitch and, you know, part of the black Twitch community and everything of yes. that nature. Like I, I noticed that it's, it's a, it's such a nice like blend of a line where you see women, women in gaming mm-hmm. kind of advocate for like makeup and I don't want to say like um I'm, I could be r- the wrong word on this, but not like like just advocating for beauty in general, right? Yeah. Yes. Where... Because I mean, sorry, not to like to no, cut no, no, you no. off. Please, because please, like, please. I mean, for like the longest time, whenever you think of uh, it's like a really weird stereotype that people have when it comes to like women that are in games. Like they have a lot of like masculine energy, or right. it's like it's something that's supposed to be inherently negative. Which a it's not (laughs) okay you could be you could have whatever type of like energy that you wish to have when it comes to being in the gaming industry you do not have to fit one certain mold as to who or what a gamer is right that's number one right exactly and then i mean the same thing is like in general with the stem industry it's it's really really weird i'm not quite sure how it got to that but it needs to change (laughs) so i mean and and a lot of people and I think for the longest time, a lot of industries assumed the same perspective that mm-hmm. like people who are gamers are not interested in makeup, which is yes. false. And also like beauty doesn't even have to pertain to just women. It pertains right. to anybody and everybody. And that's okay. another thing is that like a lot of people uh, forget that the, your TV correspondents, every time they get, they sit in that chair and they're about to say, coming at 8 p.m. They, they have makeup on, right? right. <laughs> like, they have, it's like, oh, here's your touch up. And like, beauty doesn't have to be, you know, a runway fashion. It's, give, right. it's supposed to give Pat McGrath and like fall, winter 2018. It's not going to give uh, the most dramatic things on the planet. And I think that's what really scares people on the gaming side of things, right? Right. And then on the beauty side of things, uh, people are like, well, I mean, you know, gamers don't wear makeup. And it's like, right. And you're both wrong. Come exactly. On. <laughs> like, and, and that's why I feel that is so important to, to talk to you because I, I see you as championing that that bridge right being like hey like like you're kind of like the the olive branch of the gaming world the makeup world because you you. you are showing people (laughs) you are showing people that like hey gamers like to be beautiful no matter what (laughs) exactly exactly yes (laughs) people who like to be beautiful can play games like Like, like it's it's really that simple it is but it's so many like you said it's so many um disconnected perceptions Mm -hmm. that kind of stumbles stumbles that bridge across Mm -hmm. and uh also to 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 your to your point as well and to piggyback on something that you said like Mm -hmm. makeup or beauty and gaming is not the only two things you advocate for. You also advocate for STEM. So yes, <laughs> where does that also align in, like how does that complete your trifecta of content? 
I mean, I feel like it's kind of tough because it sort of drifted away or like fell to the wayside as I got further into my college experience. But I mean, when I, my journey in STEM slash STEAM, it started when I was 10 or 11 years old. Um, I have some families that are like engineers and stuff like that. So my dad came home from work. Uh, He was like, hey, you know, I want to show you something on YouTube. I was like, cool. little me is like watching a video of these like unmanned aerial vehicles right from like mit and they're doing these like like hive swarm things i was like whoa i was like i do that when i get older and my parents were like okay (laughs) your dad was like yes it worked no really like later on not even like a week later they're like hey they looked up some programs for minorities in stem they're like all right let's sign you up for these programs and let's see where it goes from here and then all throughout middle school going into high school i did a lot of summer programs i learned how to code my first camp was in like game design i won like third place it was so much fun okay (laughs) And I think like a, another camp after that, I won first for like some design thing, but it was, it was so much fun and I enjoyed it. And it, it just like exposed me to the fact that, um, you can create anything that you want. And it's like, and that's so cool. It, it just, it boggles my mind, whether it's a bunch of ones and zeros that you want to type out all the time, or if it's going to be like a bunch of semicolons and parentheses or and like even if you're gonna go ahead and be like all right i have these set of parts what am i gonna make from right. here going into high school i ended up uh joining my high school robotics team and okay. uh yeah it was oh gosh it was a lot of fun it cool was real life. stressful <laughs> but um it was great and it, the funny thing is is that i was also getting into beauty at the same time so whenever we went to like robotics competitions right i have my little purse <laughs> During the open ceremonies, I, I would like take out my eyeliner, take out my brow pencil. And <laughs> my friend would take a picture of me like, look, look at her. What is she doing? <laughs> Trying to look cute. Hold on. Wait a minute. Nobody's going to take pictures of me and have me looking crusty. That's not how we're going to do this that's, today. That's a fact. That's a fact. <laughs> Talk so, to I, mean, <laughs> I did that. And even in robotics, I initially got onto the team so I could do all the coding and stuff. But then I realized along the way, like, there are people on the team who are not only way better, but way faster at coding than I am. And because we're working under a tight schedule, I'm like, all right, I still want to be a part of this team, but where do you want me to be? And I end up taking over what we call the engineering notebook. And it was basically like all the logs from the start of the season to the end and all the pictures that people needed to take or they needed all of like the test sketches, everything. And so um, I was able to help my team get to like states with with my notebook and stuff. I was creating a lot of events for the school and like connecting with other schools in the area. And my uh, coach, shout outs to him. I, I, I hope he's doing well. But uh, he and a couple other people, they nominated me for an award oh, my shit. junior year. <laughs> and so it was like, it was a lot bigger of an award than I initially thought. And it was called like, the Dean's List. And okay. so I had an interview and all this other fun stuff. And they invited me as like a finalist. And then I like flew out to like the world championships and I ended up winning the award. I was like, it was the first thing in my life that was that big that I'd ever won. I was like, 
I'm sorry. <laughs> here, my mom was like in the other chair. We were like eating, and they're like saying names and stuff like that. And I was like in the first set of names. I said, <laughs> "Oh, Are, so this is like this is it." <laughs> <laughs> and so, I mean, I that was probably the one of the best moments in my life because it was it was one of those times where um, a the path that you think that you're going on is not always the one that you'll be led to and b in whichever way that you feel like you can make an impact do it because nothing should ever stop you from uh participating in something that you love and appreciate dearly right and um later on that year me and my friend were co-captains and uh we made it to states i think we made it to like the semifinals and it was one of the best experiences ever. But when I went to college, I had the general mindset that I was going to graduate as an engineer, mm-hmm. but that didn't really, it didn't really happen. <laughs> Funny because when I talked to other uh, like lower classmen about like my journey through college, you're like, dang, you had a lot of interest. I was like, yeah. And that's what happens when you're in college. Like you kind of walk in doing one thing, but there's a very, very small percentage of people that actually graduate with the same one thing that they entered in with. Right. No, that, that's <laughs> like, you lying. You are not lying I was on like, that. I was like, you know what? Engineering <laughs> sounds cool. And then I was like, Hmm, astronomy sounds nice. Wait, there's only one class in astronomy on this entire campus. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> So I went from there to like uh, trying to get into computer science. The classes were too, they, they got full so quickly. And as a freshman, I uh, just, I couldn't get in. And so I was like, all right, fine. Data science. Took a data science class. Hey. Then I was like, I'm going to be a data science major. In between, I also wanted to be a film major, but whatever. Hey. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then eventually uh, last year, I was like, you know what? Like data science is cool and all, and I still want to be able to utilize it as a part of my degree because I'm already this far into it. Right. But I want to be able to at least look into a way that I can integrate um, like either gaming or like beauty into my passion. Because right. at the time, I really wanted to end up like creating my own business. Right. And like not in the sense of like online content creation, like a physical like brick and mortar, uh, like re-innovating how we see and, and use beauty in terms of what it is as a convenience versus an experience. Right. And I, I wanted to do that. And I was like, all right, business school. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> so I applied, <laughs> I got in, I had my first semester, last semester, and I am going to be majoring in business analytics it with is. a concentration in innovation and entrepreneurship and a minor in data science. Talk so that, <laughs> talk that motherfucking talk. I like that. <laughs> I like that. So yeah. I like that. That's what I'm Senior talking about. Senior year starts in two weeks. I'm a two little nervous, weeks. but yeah. You got this. You got this. Like, Thank you. I, I resonate with that, the story you told about your journey so much because, oh, man. Uh, uh, it's, like, ha- it's hard. It's hard. It's hard. Like, I started school to be a philosopher, like, for philosophy. That was going to be my nice. major. Mm-hmm. Uh, a couple of years later. Ooh. I I went into I got a degree in IT networking and then went into UX design, which was my most oh, nice. recent. And then cool. like because I want to be like a UX research analyst, which I am mm-hmm. now, thankfully. 
And then, <laughs> nice. and then, but like, in even in between that, I went, um, I did a film, uh, film and TV industry, audio and video oh, cool. production. So like when you talk about switching interest, uh, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's like playing with buttons. It's, it's mm-hmm. like, what does this button do? And he was like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, yeah, it's, absolutely. it's crazy. Um, now to get into more of your, like a little bit harder stuff, but uh, more into the, the mind state of state of being, state of feeling, right? Mm-hmm. As being a part of two marginalized groups, women, black. Yeah. <laughs> and having passions in, I would say, probably four things at this point. You got business, you have uh, STEM or engineering side, mm-hmm. you have beauty, and then you also have gaming, which in those four different kind of communities, if you will, mm-hmm. they like to shun out. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Both sides. <laughs> like both sides of you as a woman and as being yeah. black. How do you not only overcome the communities that you're building into, but how do you also recognize that? within yourself and try to make an impact not only within you but outward and i'm very thankful for my parents specifically for instilling in me as a young like black girl that i may be different in this world but those differences will they should not be known as something to hinder me from greatness and like and like, you know, I I, I had a, t- a couple of tough times, like the time that I was talking about when I had like my first job, right. that was hard. That was one of the hardest times in my life in terms of just trying to work so hard and end up working so hard and just seeing it get thrown back in your face in a way that you wouldn't expect before. Yeah. And it just it it, it hurt right. because this wouldn't happen to anybody else on the team. Uh, like a lot of times, like my my uh, the things that I was doing, like my credit was taken away from, or or I'd have a lot of things that were just like cut out from me, and like I wouldn't hear about it until after the fact. I'm like, oh, well, why did you do this? I'm like, you all didn't tell me. I don't understand. Like wow. it, it's like it's like watching discrimination happen to you in action is. It is mind boggling yeah, yeah. and it is overwhelming because you you sadly hear about these things as like a black individual all the time right. and especially as like a woman all the time. And it's yeah. like, like, how do people, why, how, <laughs> how do people think that this is an okay way to act? Right. Like I get it <clears throat> in terms of like things like STEM and, and even gaming, it, it's, it can seem like a competition, right? Like, especially right. in the industry of esports. It's very, very competitive nice. in its nature. It's like ingrained, but in no way, shape or form should you ever have to feel like you need to put somebody down in order to elevate yourself. That's you should be fact. doing that on your own. That's a fact. So a fact. Um, I- I'm like, I'm very thankful that my parents sort of told me that like as a, as a young girl, like, hey, like, first of all, like you're special, you're amazing. And like, 
giving me those affirmations as I grew up through the tough times, like middle school and high school and all of that. And, and like going into college, you know, um, I, I really do appreciate the fact that, that, you know, my parents told me like, you're black is beautiful and, and being a woman should not stop you from achieving your dreams. So I, I am very appreciative of that. Hell yeah. I, I, I definitely ag agree. Having that instilled, <clears throat> sorry, having that instilled early mm -hmm. is probably one of the most important things you could do because that kind of like unlocks a door like within like yourself and that opens up thoughts of how to impact thoughts of how to outreach Absolutely. thoughts of how to create like mm -hmm. it really opens up so many worlds having that type of um that type of mental instilled mm -hmm. very very early like just being strong within yourself mm -hmm. and to piggyback on on that um with times as of like now right yeah and you know with being part of the twitch community and especially with everything going on mm -hmm. how do you not only that but i'm not because you i want to actually touch on some of your other interests so yeah keep in mind the <laughs> keep in mind the twitch part but also like makeup for, for instance like there's not that many makeup companies that cater to yeah to black women like i i, I mm -hmm. see it all the time where like you can't people can't find certain shades mm -hmm. or it just doesn't align with with that and how do you going forward how do you feel like you want to be kind of like an impact of that one of the things that i uh set for myself in my freshman year a lot of things happened in freshman year <laughs> but um one of the things that i actually set up because um i uh i entered into college with basically a full ride and a scholarship and uh with nice. that i also oh, had oh, yeah yeah hold on hold on hold on <laughs> And like with that, um, I had like some research that I was able to do and um, like the setup and stuff like that. Right. And towards the end of my first year, I had my research set up so that I could look at how um, a lot of business companies, like makeup companies were delivering and determining which shades of product to send out to certain stores in the area like how do they base it off of, like demographic or is it just the location like what what is it and so right. i i what did i i think i called it the complexion project or something like that something along those lines and i spent most of my winter break and a lot of my spring semester looking into uh certain places around my area and around like my school area and literally just like talking to the managers like hi i just wanted to see like your complexion section like can i take a picture of this and do you have me like that's in stock that you don't put out this that and the third and i was collecting all of this data because i was like there's obviously an issue right. with the fact that I can't either I can't find my shade like where I live right. or like I can't find my shade like where I go to school like right. I shouldn't have to travel an hour and some change 
to go find a beauty product. Like that shouldn't have to happen. Or, or I, I shouldn't go to the store and then all of a sudden see, yeah, this shade's only available online. It's like, well, why is that? You know? Yeah. Because even with that, that's an accessibility issue because for a lot of times in places like Sephora and Ulta, uh, you have the chance to try some shades on in store if right. they have that product available so that, you know, you don't walk out the store having wasted your money true. <laughs> and <Very> true. purchase <laughs> like the wrong product. So um, I looked into that my freshman year. I did not, I didn't think I ever like close out the project, but I was pretty much like halfway done with it. And I have this whole like, uh, like geo map or whatever uh, put together. It's like breakdown in terms of like cost. Uh, would you would you consider it like a, a a drugstore brand or a luxury brand or something in between? Right. Because that's a really big factor. And one of the things that I saw early on was the fact that um, the more expensive that the brands were, it was the more shades that they had. Because, I mean, they just had enough money to create a, a wider range of shades. Right. And it, it's it's really wild because that was like three years ago. But I'm so happy that the beauty community has transformed Mm -hmm. within those three years to the fact to the point where like a lot of drugstore places are now offering darker shades in the drugstore like you go to like cvs or something right right Right. (laughs) some people that's they don't have an ulta nearby or they don't have a sephora nearby and so they can just look to their right and be like oh my god huh look at that (laughs) i can buy that and and it 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 it's like a cause for experimentation and um leaving us and like i'm not i'm definitely not like the darkest person on the planet either like i would consider myself like "Eh, eh, eh." (laughs) like like i i know there are people that are like way darker than me and especially in like the beauty community um absolute giants like nima tang who Mm. has like a, a now like a brand like partnership with i'm pretty sure like cvs right now and they have her as an ambassador because of how much she's been so outspoken in the beauty industry with when it comes to like foundations concealers bronzes and things of that nature like hey if it doesn't fit me expand it because i'm not the only one on the planet that looks like this right and you're you're for the longest time they're making the excuse of like, well, I mean, we don't really like, we don't see that many uh, uh, um, people like buying our products. Like, why do you think that is? Because we can't. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, like, you can't say that, like, we're not the audience that uh, uh, you think that we are simply because we're not buying your stuff because you're right. right. We, we can't. We literally cannot buy your stuff. We would like to. Right. But you guys are like simply ignoring us and, and people like us. So, um, yeah, it's a, it's a lot that has happened over the past couple of years, but I am so happy to say that um, people in the community are a lot more present and right. uh, calling out when, or like bringing attention to when um, brands will release things that are like, test this out on somebody yet, <laughs> like oh, a darker complexion. Like if we do, if we, if you give us a swatch right here, right here. <laughs> um will it, will it look ashy is the question at hand that's a fact that's <laughs> you know? no, that's a fact <laughs> like will i be looking ghostly like i was in the 80s like hello like we're not come on it is 2020 get it together 
you know so and, another, and they're like oh oh either like we're expanding new shades soon or like we'll take this into account I'm like yeah mm -hmm, you better yeah should have should have happened at the jump but it's fine mm. <laughs> that's so mm -hmm. that's a wonderful point and when when you talk about the it's 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 in your face right like on, on every level and one of the reasons why i view like women in gaming at such a high level is because they are the ones really like forefront hunker down and the the best thing about that is to to your point like you doing the tournament right like that being there like right off the bat like if people watch the tournament they can see a a black woman beauty guru in gaming like all at once like in esports all at once so mm -hmm. like our talk about like your feeling on that because even if it's not a uh intended impact like it's an impact like anybody who watched that tournament or any tournaments that you plan in the future like the more and more it grows in you commentating and being in esports gaming beauty and good causes all at that same time like that's such an impact for you know uh a a, a 10 year old at, at that time like yes so mm -hmm. talk about like that type of uh intentional impact and like unintentional impact i have conversations with like a lot of our mutuals about this all the time right. um when it comes to content creation some people would like to get into it for like the popularity some people like to uh, uh, find a different avenue of branding themselves and like making money right. and, and things like that. And those aren't, those aren't bad things to do, right. but if those are the only things that you wish to do, I beg people to see from a different perspective, you know, right. like I wanted, I created this page, like this brand is like, we make up steam and like being makeup because right. I wanted to create an impact on my community that was positive. Right. You know, and I wanted to encourage like the little girls that, that look like me or like right. the, 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 the little individuals or even just like individuals in general who are right. around my age, older, younger, doesn't even matter to, to, to know that, uh, you're not alone. Come right. on. Right. whole community of us out there that that like to put some makeup on that like to play some games that like to have some fun that like to be, you know, a little bit competitive sometimes. <laughs> A and all that bit, good huh? stuff, right? <laughs> a little bit competitive, she says. <laughs> <laughs> and so, like, when I when I made um when I first started playing Apex, right? It was November. I had finally gotten my PC like together together, and I finally found some time to uh really stream, I guess. Right. And so. <laughs> I had just gotten back from like getting some five guys or something like that. And I was like, you know what? It, it's t it was like five guys. So I got something. And so I, I sat down and I was like, you know what? I downloaded this game. Um, 
and I, I just I'm wondering what this is going and I'm like really nervous because I've played games before but like not so much PC games right I'm a console girl at heart you know yeah, and uh games like like apex and and things like that are just like a very foreign to me <laughs> and so i was like you know what like i'm really nervous because I, I don't know what i'm gonna do i might let the team down y'all are like queuing me up with people that are like level 80 and i'm level 10 <laughs> what is going on i don't know what i'm gonna do and uh, <laughs> some clips from when i first started playing apex and i watched them the other day i was like <laughs> Oh my God! Hip fire is out the wazoo! Oh my goodness gracious! Bullets going everywhere but the target. <laughs> and I'm like, the wind? How? <laughs> so, but it's it's like it's like things like those, and I I was determined to get better, and it was it was obviously like right towards the end of my fall semester, and so when I got home, I streamed Apex often, and I was playing it, I was grinding, I was like, I remember when um I got like a clip of me recording like my my damage and stuff like that and i got like 400 damage at the highest i was like <laughs> i was so happy pumping that music and i was just like i was living my greatest life right i'm like i'm getting to the point where like 400 damage is like pretty regular for me now i'm trying to hit right. that 2k now i'm trying to get it hit is. that 4k 20 badge it you know is. okay, okay. Like, <laughs> and, and i i i I knew in that same vein, like, again, I'm not the only person out there that likes games like Apex, you know? Right. And um, when I watched uh, tournament programs like GLL and ALGS, I, I was like, hmm, like, I wonder if there are many Black individuals that are in, like, the esports part of, like, esports side of Apex, right? right? Right. And so, I mean, from what I saw, it wasn't, uh, it wasn't like enough for me right and yeah. so um about a year later um they like last summer i was like all right i really want to get into this competitive thing but i'm not too sure how i guess i'm just gonna keep grinding and then i saw that for like algs like the the baseline <laughs> rank you had to be was gold i was like cool i'm gonna grind gold and then we're gonna get it okay <laughs> <laughs> i, I kind of forgot what i was doing for a second but <laughs> you know I, I was grinding the game. I got to silver and I was like, okay, I'm good now. <laughs> and I, like I chilled for like a, the rest of the season. Then I grinded to gold and then winter time came around. I was like, all right, before the end of the year, I want to see if I can compete in a tournament. It doesn't have to be anything ginormous like ALGS, but right. I want to be able to compete in a tournament and, you know, just, just say that I did it. Right. And cause it, it doesn't hurt to try things. Right. That's a fact. You know, uh, the December came around. <laughs> December's almost ended. <laughs> I was looking at that calendar like, oh. So the year ends in like two weeks. <laughs> kind of forgot about that. Um, still haven't made my goal, I see. And in that same moment, I was like, why do I have to wait around for me to submit myself for a tournament? Why don't I just make one? <laughs> why I thought about that, but I did. So, um, me and and a couple of my mods shout out to miss lena lioness and to miss jacinda <laughs> miss jacinda hex um oh. they they were really they're like okay <laughs> <laughs> they, they helped me along right. and um they were they were like so pinnacle in helping me put together the tournaments especially especially jacinda i i am so thankful and so grateful for her she's been by my side with this referee and like tournament business since december 
and <laughs> yeah, we we've had many a uh, sleepless nights. We're like, oh god, what do we what do we have to do? <laughs> and we're like just talking it out, vibing, trying to make sure that everything is as good as we can get it to be. Right. And the first two tournaments that we have were kill races. And uh, I knew that I had to start off simple, right? Because at the time, when it came to uh, tournaments, I thought, I'm pretty sure it still was that way at the time, where you had to build up some rapport in order to, like, submit a request for, um, like, respawn. Be like, hey, like, this is what I've done. This is who I am. Hi. Uh, Now I would like to see if I could get a nice little, like, private lobby request, huh? (laughs) own lobbies so we can conduct a, a, a true br match right. you know and so i had my first kill race in december it was like two days before the end of the year <laughs> and we had oh gosh i think it was like 12 or 13 teams so it was about like 45 people and it was fantastic it was so much fun cool. and um it, we we had a good time and then i was like all right cool people everybody liked it so i guess we're gonna do it again february came around again it was my first semester in the business school it was kind of hectic but right. i wanted to do it again and i did it again and that one was a duos kill race specifically for black women and femmes and hey. uh that was a lot of fun too and then as you were saying uh the the big kahuna yep, there it is <laughs> <laughs> uh the one that i the the one that i conducted basically like a week or two ago yeah. so like the the 14th of august yes. um that was the first ever uh charity tournament that i've ever done like charity event like br tournament like first ever a lot of things that i'd ever done and um i kind of knew at the time when i was planning for it like way back in june and july that it was going to be my biggest event and that kind of scared me because i'm like i'm just a wee little one out here on the internet like i don't know what i'm doing response gonna like respond to my email they're just gonna be like mm, that's wild anyways <laughs> you know like <laughs> yeah. no if i was gonna get any sort of response or like anything like that if i was gonna be able to find people but i like curated this long list and i sent out some emails to people and i, I sent out an email to respawn and we had a little bit of a conversation they were like yeah no we're down with it uh let's just nice. like give you the codes and stuff later Set out the codes, not the codes. I sent out the emails as fast as I could to people, but at the time when it happened, A, there wasn't enough time for us to put things together the way that I wanted it to be. Mm-hmm. And I also had some family things come up at the same time, so I had to mm-hmm. postpone it. And it like it just it wasn't a good time for anybody. Right. Really. And like I got a lot of like no responses from emails or like, oh no, I can't make it. I got this, that, and the third. It was so stressful. Oh my God. It was so stressful because like I knew what I wanted this event to be, but it just, it wasn't looking like the coin was flipping in my favor. So it was, it was tough. It was really tough in July, but I was just like, my parents were just like, just, you know, take a break, come back, recuperate. And then, you know, we'll just, we'll figure it out. Uh, August comes along and I get responses from other people. I'm like, hey, if you don't, if you can't participate or if you couldn't participate like last week, when can you do it? Gave right. people options. And then uh, I got all the responses that I, that I, I like, I got enough responses to make a decision. Right. Emailed a response. Like, all right, new date. What's popping? And they're like, yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> so they let me know. And like the next day I sent emails out to like twice as many people. I was like, hello, hi. My name is Makeup Steam. Guess what I'm going to be doing? Uh huh. We're going to hold a tournament. Yeah. 
And then in like the same vein, right? Like I was just as frustrated because I knew that I sent out emails to certain people, but you would be amazed how many people don't respond to their emails. I just oh, don't check no. them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm slowly, slowly getting responses from people. But at the same time, I was like, did, they, did these people ever like see my email? And I didn't <laughs> want to be a bother. But, and I guess like shout out to social media, I guess. But <laughs> yeah. Talk to you just like, why don't you just like DM them on Twitter? I'm like, I feel like that's kind of odd. Okay, but a, a lot of people answer their DMs or at least read them, and so I had to like basically send out invites for like the third time. And he's like, "Hi, how you doing? I'm Mika. Would you like to be a part of my tournament?" And they're like, "Uh, who are you?" Oh shit! <laughs> right? It's either like that, or they're like, "Yeah, I guess like tell me more about it." But um from there it was it was great because um with like the the promo post i did on twitter that pretty much blew up i was like oh. like i could tell that people were looking and they're like right. waiting for this to happen yeah because um i could like the impressions were real were real big i was getting nervous i was like oh god what's going on <laughs> but um and people were eyeing it and um having the chance to have a full lobby of people right like right. 60 people in 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 this uh event for the black community right um and most like most if almost like all except for like a couple were pretty much like black individuals right and like that's the, that's like the best part about it yeah, right that, that was huge. because you you was like you try to name any other um opportunity on this space that's done something like that right and like has really had the can. community come together for not only like a, a, a an evening of friendly competition, but for charity. Yep. Yep. It's just oh, it was so good. And also like shout outs to BYN uh B Brian yep. on, on Twitter. He is a, a guest caster for ALGS, and I'm so glad that he responded to my DM. <laughs> you know. And you just you just cast it for ALGS like the biggest like tournament thing for Apex Legends. Shit, and I was like, hi. <laughs> I, like I saw you on the cast for more tournaments, right? Like I kind I'm gonna host one soon. He's like, okay. He's like, yeah. And so sure. like we talked, <laughs> and I'm so glad that he was flexible with with yeah. everything. And uh, it was a fantastic caster. Seriously, yeah, I cannot really wait was. to see where he goes. Hopefully, just did really good. <laughs> thank you really really engaging everybody yes. when it came to like uh the competitors or the audience and just like all of that you know right but when that happened i i felt my heart was so full at the end of it and i got like messages from pe some people like i'm so proud of you i can't believe what you're doing and this that and the third like i was rooting for you the whole time yep. and also just stuff i'm just like y'all go make me cry please <laughs> go <laughs> and talk I, about it, you I, hit the goal too yeah you i hit, hit we goal. hit the goal of one thousand dollars i think we've raised a total of like 1225 for the national black women's justice institute which uh goes towards funds for like rehabilitating black women and non-binary individuals who are going through like the legal system and yes. and things of that nature and like when I saw the goal online, well, originally I wanted this to be a part of a Streamlabs Creators for BIPOC month that they held in July. But since it was August, 
you know, the, the initiative was pretty much done. <laughs> but but since I knew that that charity was still on the list, I was like, why not still? Like, I'm not going to not raise money for it. Of so course. I looked online on the like Streamlabs like charity website. And I was like, only $25 raise? Hold on a minute. Hold on. Yeah. Like, roll up sleeves and let's get it. So, I mean, I, I, I'm so glad that we got the chance to do that. And even with some of the little like fun events we had in between, I, I, I like looking back at the Discord right now and like seeing that hopefully people made some new connections with people that they otherwise yeah. would not have ever interacted with before. You know? And fact. like being able to just like put people on teams and try to make it as like even as I possibly could and have them interact with each other in different ways. Like having like a randomized lobby and having a little fashion show and this, that, and the third and stuff like that. Like, uh, and at the end of the day, how you can be like, Oh my God, like that was so fun. I, I, I found some like really pretty, like really funny people to hang around and like hopefully play games with maybe we'll, maybe we'll, um, uh, run ranked one time for the one time or, or just have some fun in pubs. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> that's what i'm yes! talking about that's all that i wanted at the end of the day <laughs> just like strength of the community you know and and so. that's that's perfect because that that whole entire story mm -hmm. is impact at its finest like like you can't <laughs> that is something that showcases not only are we able to be in the space? We're able to command it. Yes. And that's yes. important. Like, yep. yeah, like being in the spaceship is cool, <laughs> but being able to command the spaceship yeah. <laughs> is that's a whole different ball game. And mm -hmm. you did that. Like you you hit goal. 60 black creators. Like, just about just about yeah that's insane like all playing apex all showing that they could you know you could do e we could be in esports we could be in competitive we mm -hmm. could be we could be on twitch we could be in gaming we could do things for a good cause and you did the fashion show which also incorporates the beauty side of things too like you hit itself, every passion uh... Mm -hmm. I mean, that in itself wasn't even my idea. It was funny because I was trying to um, look online. I was like, well, what did I, what can I do as like a little, uh, like a mixer thing? Like the mixer in itself right. was my idea. Cause I was like, I don't want people to just like go into the tournament, fight each other and just like leave. Right. <laughs> a lot of tournaments are conducted because nine times out of 10, a lot of the people know from each other prior to right. you know right. and so like they play with each other often and they're at such a high level that they basically get into each other's lobbies all the time you yeah. know yeah but that i knew that that wasn't quite going to be the case with us and i wanted for us to have a night where we could just like you know meet each other have have a good time and enjoy right. each other's company and like right when i was like looking on twitter I saw uh, the gaming merchant, they like posted a tweet saying, hey, like I'm gonna do like a little fashion show thing. Like everybody either like be in like duos or like put your favorite skins on, have it match theme, gun skins, all of that stuff, like your banners cool, and uh, all like give away like a couple thousand like Apex coins or tokens. And I was like, I didn't think of that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. So, 
And I was like, well, what, how can I do that, but actually make it feel like a runway show, right? Right, yeah. So I had people just like, it was very last minute. So hopefully next time we do it, we can have more people in like a, a nice big fashion show. But I had them like walk down the waterfall and get to the center in Olympus, pose a little emo, do, <laughs> do whatever they want to do and go back up. But that. yeah, it was it was so much fun. But yeah, shout out to the to the gaming merchant for that idea because I, I I I was like, your mind, look at that. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. With with all of that, like mm-hmm. you you talked about your passions in business and even with you know still have that remnants of STEM and engineering and of course, beauty and, and gaming, esports, competitive nature. Outside of outside of that, right? Like what else grounds you? Like what what else are you in your passions about? Well, I gotta think about that. <laughs> I feel like that's like I feel like that's pretty much it, to be honest. <laughs> like when it came to my passions when I was younger, right? right. Um, I, yeah, I, like outside of like beauty and, and uh, gaming, I was a really big dancer for, oh. oh gosh, dance and theater and things like that. Like the arts really right. grounded me for a lot of my childhood years, if not for like pretty much all of them. <laughs> and I think that even I think I know that that's where I found my love for entertainment. Right. And not so much like being the star of the show itself, but being able to uh, like make people happy and like make people laugh and like enjoy their own company, you know? And uh, dance was a wonderful way for me to express myself. I love music. Music is just, ah, chef's kiss. Come on. (laughs) Like, I know that if I haven't listened to music at least like once in one week, like something's wrong. Like either I'm not doing too hot mentally or or I'm sick or like something, you know, right? Like music has been ingrained in my life, like uh, pretty much like every other day in this house would I'll wake up like music just bumping. <laughs> Got some house music. My dad has like the TV on with the house music. Just it's all the way live. You I love know? That. Or if he's like trying to fix some cars or stuff, he's listening to some rap music or, or some like some real old school stuff, like a tribe called Quest. I'm like, yeah. It is, it is. <laughs> so, I mean, when it comes to things like music, uh, I, I, I danced. I also at one point in time, you know, who former, former me <laughs> a couple of years ago, uh, Another fun fact, I uh, used to be a DJ, so... <laughs> oh, snap! <laughs> oh! Yeah. My turntables are, like, in the closet over there. <laughs> but, yeah, I, like, came from, like, a little, like, a mini family of DJs. My dad was a DJ and all this stuff. And he, he realized that I was really passionate about it. And so, for Christmas, like, one year in middle school, he gave me, like a set of electronic turntables I could hook up the iPad to. Yeah. And yeah, I, I did some events and stuff. The last time I DJed was two years ago for an event. It was stressful. I was like, yeah, I'm throwing <laughs> the towel. I can't do this anymore. <laughs> I was like, y'all got me all the way messed up. I am stressed. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> but like, but like, you know, like things like that. And there's a different passions. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but outside of that, beauty and gaming is my priority right now. There it is that's dope okay <laughs> that's sick 
Yeah. That's actually cool as fuck. <laughs> um, wow, that's actually that's that's a good tidbit. That's a good tidbit. Yo. Um, <laughs> wow. So, I know we're nearing the end here, so I, I want to mm-hmm. ask probably like a a two parter. Okay. Um. With, with, just your evolution as a person, content creator, everything. One, how do you, especially also being a college student, which is almost a full-time job in itself. Yeah, right, right. (laughs) How do you not only balance that? That's kind of the first part. Yeah. (laughs) But my second part is, where do you see yourself like where do you see yourself growing in these spaces as well so keeping that balance but also evolving in these different spaces while kind of keeping them all interweb funny i think that for me uh, one of the biggest things that I learned in college, I learned a couple, I learned like a bunch of things in college, but a lot of the, the major points were a value yourself, a fact. uh, and, and your mental health and, um, don't let anybody stress you out. I'm That's sorry. Don't do it. Please don't do it. It is, it, it is quite literally not worth your time. <laughs> That's a fact. That's a fact. And like. Now that I'm a senior and I realize that because I've gone through so many like different dynamics and relationships with people and like not even just like people my age, people older than me, people younger than me, like right. authority figures and things like that. Uh, just like don't let them stress you out. Uh, and it's obviously easier said than done, but always keep that in mind because it is not worth the pain in the future. It really isn't. It really is not. That's okay. Um, in terms of like staying on task and like keeping a schedule, I learned that lesson every year. <laughs> I learned it every single year. I'm like, okay, school year is gonna start. I have my 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 calendar put together. Yeah, I'm on task. I have like five alarms. I'm gonna wake up early. Not October one around, page I'm like crawling out the bed. It's like 11 a.m. I'm like, oh, I miss class. <laughs> you know i just like (laughs) it's tough but um i will say that i feel the more organized in terms of what i want to prioritize now than i have in previous years because you know when you have a lot of interests you always want to spend time doing all of those things that you're interested in but 24 hours ain't enough time in the day (laughs) you gotta Mm. you gotta wake up get dressed eat go to class go to your extracurriculars do your homework and then like hopefully have enough time to do like your extracurriculars outside of your extracurriculars right and then um hopefully get enough rest you can do it all again the next day but (laughs) you know it's tough and for me, I learned that this year I am prioritizing no more than three big things, Ooh. including school. So okay. like outside of like um, uh, classes and stuff, right. I have a job oh, in esports right now, which is hey. really, really cool. I've had that job for uh, about a year, almost 
on a year pretty much yeah okay. and I, I just changed my uh, job position like last week so now i'm gonna be like the head of outreach and things Talk so i'm excited it. for that <laughs> <laughs> so i have to focus on that um school and then um also i i'm a part of sorority life so yeah Ooh, oh yeah my god so you do a job. yeah i College, i do a lot i do a lot and content <laughs> mm-hmm. and you talking about creating a show <laughs> i know right and oh, like shit. i have to i i know that especially from last year with the pandemic being the way that it was right the whole panini press uh <laughs> yeah this that was Prius tough out of control mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it was ridiculous and i had to i just had to like I had a very alarming wake up call when it came to that, because a lot of people, everybody was confused as to how to manage their time because of how much everything changed. Right. And like going from working on like a pretty comfortable schedule from like being at home or being in one place for a very long period of time. And for a lot of people, they're like, oh, um, well, I mean, since you're free now, since you're at home, I'll have more work to give you. It's like, oh, yeah, 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 no, 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 no. it's not how that works. I promise you. <laughs> like, just because my travel time cut off an extra 20 minutes doesn't mean you get to give me another two hours of work. That's like, that's not how that works. So um, that was really, really tough. And uh, trying to balance that was really, really hard. Right. But now this is, I guess, take two of the panini. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Ooh. I feel a little bit more prepared in terms of what I have to let go if I need to. Mm. Uh, this is a little bit, I guess, of a finale for my uh, constant content creation because I know that when mm. school starts, like I gotta, I just gotta focus. Yeah. Uh, your girl's gotta graduate. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. So, I'll still be like, I'll still be like streaming and like posting make makeup content, but I need to make sure that at at its heart, like I went to college to get an education, right, <laughs> and right. I went to college to get a degree. All this right. other stuff, as as wonderful as it is, it's an accessory to what I entered for, right? That's a fact. So uh, I just need to make sure that I focus on that because your girl's trying to get a job, another that's job. A, that's <laughs> a fact. That's a okay. Talk about so, it. <laughs> and in terms of like being able to mend those things together, uh, can't quite say right now, <laughs> but I am, I have a couple of opportunities coming up really, really soon that I am, I've been so excited and just like, just like grateful and, and thankful, all the good things for it. But uh, I think there will be a couple of ways for me to keep that stuff going, you know? <laughs> okay. okay. And you, you know we're so, going to be tuned in. You know we're going to be tuned you. in. Gonna thank you. Thank in. you. Thank you. support, of course. That's, 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 that's what community is here for. Like, it, mm-hmm. it literally is. Um, before we leave, last thing I have to say is uh hmm, you yes have made me waste a lot of time on youtube <laughs> i've been watching that god dang murder makeup series <laughs> like it's no tomorrow like i'm like <laughs> i'm learning shit i'm like what it got to yeah. the point 
where I'm listening. I'm like, man, I think she did like a Jeffrey Dahmer series or one of them or yeah. something like that. And I'm like, I was watching the Toy Box Killer. Oh, so gosh. I was watching the Toy Box one. And it caught me, right? Where I was like, uh-huh. I was like, man, that toy box is messed up. Oh, she shouldn't use that blush. The toy box. I'm, I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> love that. Oh my gosh. I love that. Oh my goodness. Shout out to the one and only yes. Bailey Sterian. Yes. Oh my oh gosh. man. Carried me through quarantine. <laughs> I'm telling you. I love like shows like Criminal Minds and all that. Oh, and so, man. and like, the fact that like she was able to just again she took a risk she, a couple a of years risk. ago yeah. and she was like all right let me just like do all the research that i can on um uh these crime stories and like murder mysteries and stuff like that and let's just like talk about it while i do my makeup right. and it's not that she makes her makeup the focus of the video anyway because she says in the right. beginning like if y'all want all the details y'all better look in the description <laughs> because this is we're not gonna be like oh yes thing right i'm like a blush on from this company and i'm using this brush right now by right. the way did you know that the person was like found in a dumpster like, just like, say something <laughs> like crazy like that you know like it's just, it's not what she's gonna do she's gonna she's going to quite literally tell you the story like you know we're we're, we're talking over brunch yeah. and she's gonna do her makeup and not only is it it's like therapeutic to me because i'm like Makeup is a, is a lot of bit of like therapy because like when I start with makeup, I get in the zone and I enjoy it. She does the same thing. And also just like men- mending that with uh, crime stories and things like that, which a lot of times are, oh my goodness, they are a lot. Yeah, they but are a lot. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it's, it's still balance. like, yes, it it's is. A it's balance. a really good balance. So shout outs to her. I'm glad to enjoy it though. Yeah. <laughs> It's really cool, it's and really her cool. and her new podcast. So yeah, Uh-oh. okay, you're gonna have to tell me that one. You have to message. Yeah, yeah, I think if you if you check her YouTube page, I for, okay. I it's like the name of it is losing me, but she posts videos of it. I think like every either every Sunday or every Tuesday. Okay, and so it's like right around the murder mystery makeup time, and she'll just like she'll talk about other things that aren't like murder or mystery or things right. like that, and it's like <laughs> you know. <laughs> intriguing though so yeah i'm with it well thank you for having me thank you for joining (laughs) (laughs) you know thank you for accompanying me on this episode um of course i'm just gonna wrap up the episode i'll let you say last words right after if you like but everyone thank you thank you all for tuning in to this episode of perception with we make up steam of course every about her would be in the description below love y'all thank y'all for tuning into the renaissance i will catch y'all next time we make up what you got take us out if you guys would like to follow me on my wondrous journey of beauty and gaming you can follow me on instagram twitter tiktok and that's pretty much all that i have love yourselves uh appreciate others treat others how they want to be treated that's a fact and uh be good people you know there it is, there it is. <laughs> stay beautiful stay, stay beautiful, beautiful. <laughs> stay beautiful and stay competitive yeah that too <laughs> there it is there it is i'm in the recording now <laughs>